Welcome to the Finding True Health podcast, episode number four. Today, we'll be talking about what it means to love your body. This is a super important topic that I think a lot of people have trouble with, and so I'm excited to dive in. But before we do that, make sure that you hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss any future episodes coming up. All right, let's dive on in. Hey there, friends. My name's Jenna Waite. I'm a registered dietitian, nutritionist, mother of five, and someone who's passionate about helping others find true health in the midst of diet culture and body objectification. Join me as we take our focus off of weight and body size and put it on to becoming the healthiest possible versions of ourselves so that we can have energy to live our best lives. I'm so excited you're here. Now let's dive in. All right, so body love. This is a topic that I feel really strongly about. In fact, for a while, I considered calling my business and this podcast Love Everybody because it wasn't until I decided to approach my health journey from a place of love that things really began turning around for me. But body love can be a confusing topic sometimes, and it can feel so unattainable for so many women particularly if you've spent years and years disliking or even hating your body. But I want to assure you that body love is possible for you, and it might look differently than you are imagining it right now. When you hear the word love, what do you think of? Most people think of the feelings of love that they experience for special people in their lives. Some may think of romantic love for a spouse Others might initially think of the deep love that they feel for their parents or their siblings or their children. We also use the word love to describe activities or hobbies that we're really passionate about, such as I love to go hiking or I love to cook or I love reading. In all of these instances, love is used to describe how one feels about someone or something else that they care about. This feeling is produced by our thoughts which affects certain hormones that bring about that feeling of love in our bodies. But true love is so much more than just a feeling. During several of my teenage years growing up, my mom kept a heart-shaped piece of paper held with a magnet up on our refrigerator, and on the center of the heart paper read the words, Love is a verb. Love encourages us to take loving actions of all sorts towards the ones that we love. In fact, there may even be times when you don't necessarily even feel love for your spouse or your children, if they've upset you somehow, maybe, but you can still show love for them, even in those moments that you're not feeling it. And in contrast, you might not even know someone personally, but you can still show love to them as a, as in say you um, donate money to a charity or you pray for a group of people who've been struck by a natural disaster. This is showing love to them, but this often results in even feelings of love for these people, even though you don't know them. And this leads me to my next point, which is acting in a loving way to someone, including ourselves, often results in feelings of love. So what then is body love? I've heard it described as the art of creating a healthy relationship with your body, which I like. But for me, it's body love can refer to either or both of these types of love, feeling more love and also acting in more loving ways. You may be wondering, well, why should I work on loving my body? I personally believe that loving our bodies is one of the most important jobs and one of the hardest jobs that we can do. 
When we are in a place of unconditional love and peace for ourselves, our ability to love others unconditionally really grows. Loving our bodies is not selfish. It's not weird. It's really a necessary part of being able to give of ourselves more freely. Loving your body is possible, I promise, even if you don't love how it looks. Let me be very clear here. Body love does not mean we love everything about how our body looks or anything about how our body looks for that matter. I don't think that that's really the goal here. Do you have to love how your kids look in order to feel love for them or to act in a loving way? Of course not. In fact, I rarely even think about how my kids look other than making sure that they're wearing some clean clothes and have taken care of basic grooming tasks like combing their hair. There are lots of things that I don't personally love about how my body looks, but that doesn't stop me from feeling love for it and showing love to it. So what do you do if you don't feel love for your body right now? Well, first off, if this is the case, you are not alone. I'd say the vast majority of women in our society have a hard time loving their bodies because of the bombardment of messages that we receive saying that love-worthy bodies need to look a certain way, and most women don't look that way. It may be very hard for some people to feel love for, for their bodies, especially if they aren't the size or the shape that most of society teaches a love-worthy body should be, or they've spent years hating and trying to change their body. If the thought of loving your body just seems too hard, too out of reach, then you can try starting with body neutrality, so your body is neither good or bad, it just is. Then you can move to body acceptance and appreciation, and then you can try and move to body respect and then body love. And we'll talk about kind of what this might look like in just a minute here. So how do you learn to love your body more? Well, that depends on if you're trying to feel more love or do more loving acts, which again may or may not also result in more loving feelings. So let's talk about if you want to feel more love, first of all. Since most of our feelings are a result of our thoughts, if you want to feel more love for anything, you need to think thoughts that bring that feeling of love. Repeating phrases of affirmation um, could be useful in this case. Remember that these need to be believable phrases. So start wherever feels believable on the spectrum from neutrality to love. So this is where I'll give you some examples of what that might look like. Let's say you just can't even fathom the idea of of having loving feelings for your body. You might need to start more in the neutral place. And neutral thoughts might be something like, this is my body. This is what a human stomach or leg or arm looks like, etc. Then you can move on to more uh, accepting thoughts about your body. Maybe it's, I appreciate some parts of my body, or my self-worth is not determined by my size or the number on the scale, or I choose to be comfortable in my own skin. And then finally, you can, once you feel comfortable there, once that feels believable, you can move on to thoughts like, I love and appreciate my body. I love myself unconditionally, etc. When you notice a destructive body thought come up throughout the day, then it's really useful to have a few of these thoughts kind of stored away so that you can replace that thought with your new, more helpful thought. Um, Other ways to help feel more love for your body, you can make a list of all the amazing things your body does for you and allows you to do each day. You can talk to your body like you would talk to a dear friend. How often do we speak horribly to our bodies? I hear people saying things like, my body is disgusting, I hate my body, or I hate my thighs or stomach or whatever. It's almost become 
a cultural norm in our society, body bashing, really. We talk about ourselves and our bodies in ways that we would never talk to or about somebody else. Again, even if you don't like how your body looks, you still don't need to body bash. These types of phrases are unnecessary and harmful. Um, Other ways to feel more love for your body, you can remember that your body is an instrument. It's not an ornament. This is a phrase I got from Lindsay and Lexi Kite. They are twin sisters and co-authors of one of my all-time favorite books, More Than a Body. And I'll be talking much more about their book and their teachings in future episodes. And then I have a few more ideas that I got from the National Eating Disorder Association of ways to feel love for your body. You can think of your body as the vehicle to your dreams. You can create a list of people that you admire, people who have contributed to your life, your community, or the world, and consider whether their appearance was important to their success and accomplishments. You can think about all the things you could accomplish with the time and the energy you currently spend worrying about your body and your appearance, and then try one of those things. I really like this idea. Every evening when you go to bed, tell your body how much you appreciate what it has allowed you to do throughout the day. Another suggestion of theirs is think back to a time in your life when you felt good about your body. Maybe it's all the way back to your childhood when you were three or four years old before you started getting the messages of what bodies should look like. Loving your body means that you can feel like that again, even in this body and at this age. You can keep a list of 10 positive things about yourself without mentioning your your appearance and try adding to it daily. Tell yourself that life is too short to waste my time hating my body this way. And a final suggestion of theirs is surround yourself with people that remind you of your inner strength and beauty. So I really loved those suggestions. Remember, you don't have to work on feeling more love for your body in order to treat it well, but it's sure a lot more fun to live life that way, so I highly recommend giving it a a shot. All right, so the second way to love our bodies is to act in loving ways. Do things that treat your body well, no matter how you feel about it. So how do you act more loving towards your body? You probably can come up with a lot of ideas. Feeding it regularly with nourishing foods that you enjoy eating, and as much as possible, eating when you're hungry and stopping when you're full, listening to your body cues, keeping it hydrated, giving it plenty of rest and sleep, moving it regularly in ways that feel good, take care of it, practice good hygiene, um, wear clothes that fit and feel comfortable, allow your body frequent pleasure. This can come through food at times, but it's also important to find other forms of pleasure as well. Get outside daily, get some sunshine, learn healthy ways to cope with your emotions Here are just a couple more ideas from the National Eating Disorder Association again. They say, walk with your head held high, supported by pride and confidence in yourself as a person. And they remind us, don't let your weight or shape keep you from activities that you enjoy doing. So how do you act lovingly to your body if you don't feel love, or even if you're feeling hatred or disdain or disgust? One phrase that I use with my kids a lot that I'm trying to use more with myself is, I love you too much. Now, I often use this phrase when I'm not feeling feelings of love for them. Let me give you an example. A lot of times I use it when they're trying to maybe eat some cookies right before dinner time, and I know it's going to spoil their appetite, and they won't want to eat dinner. And I'll tell them, they'll say, why? Why can't I have the cookies? And I'll tell them, I love you too much. This is not what your body wants right now. It's not what's healthy for your body right now. So again, it's usually when they're crying and whining about something. I'm not necessarily feeling love for them, but I still am showing love. 
And it's true. I love them too much. Just let them give in to every whim of their brain. Another way to show love to your body without having to feel it is to set routines and habits. Habits and routines are emotionless. You don't have to feel a certain way to do them. And that's one thing that I love about them and why I'm so obsessed with habits. Just a couple more final points I want to make. Loving your body may look differently than somebody else loving their body. I say things like this a lot because I think it's so important to remember. We're all so different and therefore loving our bodies is going to look differently for everybody. So it does no good to compare what loving our bodies looks like for ourselves to what it looks like for somebody else. Another important point is loving your body will not be a perfect journey. I've been working on loving my body for years now, and I still have moments and days and even weeks when I'm not very good at it. I still criticize it and don't act very compassionately at times. I still have days that I don't feed it well or don't give it enough water or don't get enough movement, but I have come a long, long way in how I think about and treat my body. And as I age and my body changes through the years and I'm getting more wrinkles and things are shifting even more. I'm so glad that I don't have to be afraid or resistant to those changes because I know I'm going to go on loving my body no matter what it looks like. This is a lifelong journey and it's not practical or helpful to expect perfection or to expect these things to happen overnight, but the more we work on loving ourselves, the better we get and the easier it becomes over time. So I just want to remind you to take baby steps. This again is going to take some time and I want to reiterate that you don't need to wait until you feel love for your body to start showing it love through your actions. I have a few things to help you along your journey if you would like. Of course, I would love for you to join me in my online course, Help Through Habits, where I'll help you find tons and tons of ways to show love for your body through your routines and habits. And we also work a lot on the thoughts and the mindset that you have around your body. But I've also created a free resource for you today of baby step thoughts and affirmations for getting more loving thoughts and feelings for your body. The worksheet starts with body neutrality thoughts, and then it moves on to body acceptance thoughts and ends with body love. So you can go to jennawaite.com forward slash 004 for episode four to pick that up. And that's a free gift to you to thank you for listening to my podcast. All right, that's it for today. I, again, I know this can be a challenging, uh, difficult topic and journey for some people, but I really hope that this week you focus on showing and feeling a little more love for your body. Choose one way. Don't overwhelm yourself. Don't try and overhaul your thoughts and your lifestyle all at once. But I encourage you to choose one or two ways that you can show and feel more love for your body this week. All right. Thank you so much for joining me and I will see you next week. Do you want to ditch diets and eat more intuitively, but you're just not sure how? Well, I have a course designed just for you. Help Through Habits is where intuitive eating meets habit formation. It's a step-by-step guide for turning the principles of intuitive eating into doable, sustainable habits in your life so you can become the healthiest possible version of yourself. This is where the magic happens, my friends. This is how true health is achieved. You're not going to want to miss out on this life-changing course, so head on over to healththroughhabits.com to check it out.